Hello, podcast listener. This is Dave. I am your host. This is Storytime with Dave. Welcome. This is the latest installment. This is the newest episode. Until I release the next episode, and then this will be the second newest episode. Subsequently, I will release another episode, and this will be the third newest episode, and it'll go on like that indefinitely. Unless I decide to throw a curveball and re-release this episode later down the line, and you don't know that that won't happen, because you don't know me, and you don't know what I'll do. You have no idea. You know, I haven't made an episode in a while. It's been about, I don't know, you could look at the dates. I didn't check. It's probably been two weeks. It may have even been three weeks since the last episode. I actually forgot I had a podcast. Just kind of dawned on me today that I have a podcast. And uh, I I should make an episode. You know, I had been wanting to make, one of the reasons I was delaying, I want to make an episode about, like I like having an episode, like I have an idea and we'll go through it and we'll have an episode about that. It's like the last episode I made was like the Federal Reserve. We did an episode about Black Lives Matter. We did some COVID stuff. This episode, I got to just get back in the swing of things. I'm a little rusty. You know, you lose it after a while. You lose it after a while. Unlike comedy. I just get back on stage just like I never left after taking three months off or whatever it was. But with the podcast, I get a, a little more rusty. I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, you see, you can see right there. I was supposed to just continue talking, um, but I don't even know what to say. But there's so much to talk about. I just grabbed something on the table that maybe I'll use. It's some jokes that I put into, I don't even remember what jokes these are. Maybe we'll go through that later. I bet they're pretty bad at this point because this is an old notebook. It just caught my attention on the table. Usually I don't record in this room and it's just been sitting on the table there for some time to the extent that I kind of forgot that it was there. And now here it is. I would make these um, joke maps. They're like flow charts for jokes. You hear that? So you know it's real. That's paper, so you know it's real. Maybe we'll we'll look into that. Maybe we could have some fun with that. And I can see these are at least two years old, maybe three. So I can see how bad I was and compare it to how bad I am now. And it'll probably be worse. I think I've actually regressed over time. You know when that happens. Um, <clears throat> geez, man. I mean, I just want to talk about a lot of stuff. It's like everything happens in a week. You can't even do a weekly episode because you release an episode on on Saturday and then the world's different on Monday. Exceptionally different. You know what is blowing my mind right now? I mean, everything gets weirder. Everything gets weirder. Like first, you know, some guy eats a bat. Sure. Yeah, that's what happened. Some guy ate a bat. Sure, that's what happened. Okay, sure, that's what happened. Yeah, a guy ate a bat. And now there's a global pandemic because a guy ate a bat. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's go with that. So anyway, that's weird, if you believe that. 
but also a biological attack. Biological warfare is kind of weird, too. You wouldn't expect it. <laughs> or um, the United States outsourcing dangerous experiments involving diseases to China. That's kind of weird, too. I don't know what it was. You know, part of me thinks it was the United States conducting a biological attack on China that they knew would backfire in order to crash the world economy to stymie the growth of China. Is it possible? Certainly. But then the other thing that's more likely is that they were just working on some stuff they weren't supposed to be working on in the lab. I'm wearing these socks right now and they're really fuzzy and wool and makes it look like I have big cankles. So this is, I'm just pointing out things as I notice them. Anyway, it just gets weirder because, you know, we've been dealing with it, obviously. And now it's, it's like, this is the weirdest thing, dude. It's over, you know, like the pandemic's over. Can you believe that? We should be happy. We should be happy about that. People should be happy. And everyone's just in denial. Isn't that remarkable? Like everyone's in denial that the virus is over. Can you believe that? Isn't that remarkable? Like no one dies anymore. It's over. It got to like, what, 188,000 or something? I mean, that's a good amount of people. You know, that's not bad. That's okay. How many of those were actual COVID deaths? Let's say 65,000. Let's just go with that. Ballpark. Worse than the flu? It is. Way worse than the flu? No. And it's over. And isn't that great? But no, we don't want it to be over for some reason. I mean, I also like working from home. But it doesn't change the fact that it's over. And we should start talking about it in the past tense. And we should say, well, that pandemic was really something. But why why do you guys do this? Why are we still wearing the masks? We're still wearing the masks. But the virus is over. (laughs) Isn't it remarkable? Amazing. Isn't it something? I mean, aren't... (sighs) And these people, and they're walking... They're riding their bikes and I'm at work and I'm going to the office now one to two days a week and I'm going to the office and I'm walking around Manhattan and I'm seeing people and they're wearing, they're on bikes and they're wearing masks and they're not wearing a helmet. I was doing jokes about this, but it's true. I see people and they're riding bikes and they're wearing masks and they're not wearing helmets. And it's like, then what do you stand for, sir? Do you stand for safety? Nay, you stand for stupidity, I say. I see these people, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, aren't you embarrassed? (laughs) Is that the worst Sebastian you ever heard? Aren't you embarrassed? Don't you, aren't you embarrassed? Is that really bad, Sebastian, or is that not that bad? 
he does that like ah, aren't you embarrassed you know like he breathes i know it's not good it'll never be good the only impression i'm good at is like dave matthews like um how does the dave matthews song go um uh he does that kind of thing you know he's like very 90s kind of um other there's like um what would a dave matthews what's that really famous one and you come crash and to me I, I'm not doing it right now very well. I kind of have to be listening to it, and then I could do it. Maybe there's other ones that I could do. You know the Stone Temple Pilots and that one song when it's like, Where'd I be? Down the way to go. That's a little better. Where you going to tomorrow when I be? Is that? I know that the, the, I'm not uh, I'm on pitch. I know I'm not in key, but do you at least see where I'm coming from here? I don't even like, I, I don't aspire to be a good impressionist. I'd rather just be funny, you know, instead of, uh, but whatever. I mean, a good impression is pretty funny. We can all admit that too. Let's continue though. So the pandemic is over, right? And really... I mean, no, but the cases are spiking. The cases are spiking. But the cases are spiking. Okay, Joe Biden, you need to just relax. Okay? I feel like maybe this is what I think. The type of person to shame other people for not wearing a mask is wearing a mask all the time, right? The type of person to be completely convinced that this is the plague and that this is the worst thing that's ever happened is probably wearing a mask all the time, right? The type of person who's going to unequivocally deny that this pandemic is over, which it is, is probably wearing a mask all the time, right? Don't you think that maybe the mask is just making them dumber because they're oxygen deprived? Don't you think that's at least a possibility? Don't you see that as at least a possibility? Perhaps? I see it as a strong correlation. You know, I really think that uh, they're wearing the mask so much, they start, they can't think straight. They can't think straight. And like, God, you know, it's bad enough. I mean, Jesus Christ, we got to be thinking about the future of our country with Joe Biden over here. It's like he's dumb enough without the mask. Without the oxygen deprivation, he's already losing brain cells every day. Millions and millions and millions of them. And here we are essentially forcing the man to wear a mask for appearances so he looks like he cares about people. Come on. He doesn't care about people. He doesn't have to pretend, though. I am in favor of Joe Biden taking off the mask. Because he might end up being our president. Obviously, if he becomes elected, he would die before Inauguration Day. Because you know they got something planned for him. But at least we get Kamala Harris. That was another joke I was trying to make. Some of the stuff that I'm making jokes about, it's like... It just kind of bumps me out, you know? I'm trying to make it funnier. But then I don't write. Because I have no ambition. 
But I don't know. It was like, isn't this the greatest troll? I mean, I am a retired troll, right? I was one of the best there was. That's why I'm not allowed back on Twitter. That's why I got Talib Kweli to get into multiple days long beef with me. You know, you don't do that being a mediocre troll. You do that being one of the best trolls there was. It's the only thing I've ever been good at, really. But that's why I knew I had to retire. You know, I needed to go out on top. I didn't want to be like Jordan on the Wizards. I needed it to, I needed that to be done. You know? <clears throat> you know, I went out, I went out with, you know, a 60-point performance like Kobe. And next year I'll die in a helicopter crash. That wasn't even funny. What are you doing? Jesus, you're terrible at this. Okay. Um, uh, what was I talking about, though? See, I forget what I was talking about now. God, gosh darn it. Trolling. And Kamala Harris, I mean, this is what it is. This is what it is. That's amazing. You got all these people in there, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, defund the police, right? It goes on and on. For months. And then Kamala Harris gets selected as the VP, which is just absurd when you consider the fact that she was polling at 1% and now she is probably going to be the next president of the United States, was polling at 1%. Doesn't that bother you? Aren't you embarrassed? Aren't you embarrassed? Was that a little better? I feel like that was better than the first try. Polling at 1% is going to be the next president of the United States. I actually think Trump is going to win, but, you know, it's not like it's unlikely that Harris will be the next fight, uh, the next president. But anyway, um, so she gets selected and all of a sudden, the same people are still Black Lives Matter and they're still defund the police, but now they're also, prosecutors have a really hard job. I feel like we must have talked about this, but it still is, it's hilarious. It's like the same people. And they're like, well, no, I mean, she didn't send that many black people to jail. It wasn't that many. She didn't send that many moms to jail for truancy, which is when your 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 kid isn't going to school. She didn't send that many single mothers to jail because their kids were going to school. Just like a few thousand. What's the big deal? But isn't it funny that you step back and you look at the situation and you go, I'm being trolled right now. You know, that's kind of how I feel when I look at it all. I'm like, you know, I just imagine in my head like a person waving a sign that says defund the police, wearing a shirt that says Black Lives Matter and screaming at the top of their lungs, prosecutors have a hard job. It's not an easy job. <laughs> It's like a troll, but the funniest thing is, and this is why it's like almost the ultimate troll, is that people are trolling me and they don't even realize it. People are trolling and they don't even know that they're trolling. That's what is remarkable about it. That's what sets it apart. That we're being trolled, but the trolls don't even know that they're trolling us. You know, this is some, this is some weird paradox that we're in. And you can't even troll them back. You can't even troll them. They're so discon disconnected from, oh, 
it's a uh it's it's just you know there was something i was trying to make a joke about too and then this one also it's not funny because it's not well written but i think it was a little too close to home because i was trying i don't remember what the exact joke was it did like, i tried to do it like two weeks ago but i was just thinking about how like everyone just goes you know when you when you say to someone especially boomers boomers are like nihilistic and optimistic it's like a weird combination because you say one thing and you go you know doesn't it bother you you say to boomers you go doesn't it bother you that the united states is purchased you know it's run by bankers and corporations and doesn't that bother you You go yeah well what what are you gonna do What, what are you gonna do that's just how it is you're like oh my gosh i i hear that so much they're like, that's just how it is. And I just imagine like in the 1950s, that person talking to their kids, their kids would be like, mom, why, why do black people have to drink from different water fountains? And the, the mom's just like, well, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Like, they're so nihilistic. They just like accept like, well, yeah, it's fucked up and, and it's not a good situation, but it's just how it is. You know, they just got no, I mean. You know, I'm nihilistic too, but at least I own it. They're like, no, I'm not nihilistic. I'm just realistic. I'm like, no, if you were realistic, because this is the other part. Then I also say like, we're doomed. It's over. The empire is falling. And then they go, no, it's not. And I'm like, you just said you were realistic. So what are you then? You're a nihilistic optimist? It's strange. A strange combination. I don't know, whatever. But... My thought was that, you know, before Rome fell, like, <laughs> it's the same. I mean, <clears throat> not that things are happening in the same way. What I'm saying is, you just say that to people, you're like, we're doomed, it's over. And they go, no, we'll be fine. It's just, you know, it's not so great right now, but we'll be fine. And then that was probably, I mean, I don't forget the year Rome fell. It really took, it was a period of about 100 years. But probably in the midst of that 100 years, they were like, we're fine. Rome's fine. Empire's not falling. You're crazy. So, yeah, you know, it's just kind of sad. That's why it's not funny. Because you're like, wow, we're in it. And uh, the empire's falling. But it should have never been an empire in the first place. You know, George didn't want us to be an empire. Mr. Washington, that is. Big Dick Ben. Big Dick Ben Franklin. I, I, made, that, I made that Facebook status with that, that great quote of his, which is so true. And I'm, I might mess it up, but let me give it a shot. He said, those who are willing to trade freedom or those who are willing to trade liberty for for a little safety deserve neither and are bound to lose both wow you like that yes that's big dick ben he's a founding father baby that's a great quote and it's like so true i mean i i i this stuff it really i mean one of the reasons I didn't want to make a podcast too, not that I didn't want to, I was just like thinking about doing it. And I was like, I'm just going to be mad because I get very frustrated. I get so frustrated. It's hard not to get frustrated when you see 
the way that people react to these things. And you're like, what the, like, you know, you know, nothing, you know, nothing, Jon Snow, you know, nothing, Jon Snow. And, you know, I saw a video and there's basically a guy in like, I forget what state it was, like Minnesota or something. And they were at a town hall meeting and this guy just wouldn't put his mask on. And these two cops showed up and they dragged him out. And it was on Reddit, so you know what the comments said. Reddit is kind of like a liberal echo chamber. Not progressive. It's more like establishment liberal echo chamber. That's what goes on there. Those are the those are the opinion. Even on um R slash conspiracy on 9-11, people are obviously sharing some of the memes about 9-11, which was Clearly an inside job. Do some research. But all the comments were like, um, I don't know. It was a bunch of Joe Bidens. They're like, well, no, that was, uh, you know, they just, it's like a bunch of people working for Snopes, it looks like in the comments. And they do these like half-ass debunks. Did I tell you about that one debunk? And this one, I was I've been saying this one on stage sometimes. I shouldn't even say on stage. I've been saying this one in the park sometimes. That's basically what it is. But there was a debunk, quote unquote. I don't know if you saw that um, that meme that was going around about like in Georgia, they found like 40 kids in a trailer who were being trafficked. And um, I saw an article someone was sharing and it was like debunked. It was like, Kids in George in trailer in Georgia debunked. It was like a Snopes article. And I looked at <clears throat> I read the article. And the article's just like, those kids weren't in a trailer. Debunked. You know, that's their debunk. They're like, well, yeah, they did find 40 kids and they were being trafficked, but they weren't in a trailer. Debunked. Story false. Snopes rates this false. I'm like, wow, Snopes, you're doing the hard work. That's the other thing about like, oh, God. Again, it's like there's so much. There's too many things to talk about. We could talk about the fucking fact checkers. What nonsense. We could talk about that, but let's try to get where I'm going because I I don't even remember where I'm going. I knew a second ago, and and now I've lost it. Well... on reddit they they they're just all very um for the amount of users that it has you cannot believe how similarly everyone thinks on reddit because you're like aren't there millions of you and on any of the popular subreddits like r slash news or r slash politics you can't go there you cannot go there. It's it's hell. But it even leaks into the the weird ones like, oh, did I tell you this story? I got banned from r slash pics. Can you believe that? There was a, vi- a picture and I had a good alibi too. I had a good excuse to get out of it and they still nabbed me. So I don't know if I told you guys about um, Mike Robinson, a.k.a. Michelle Obama. Are you familiar with that one, guys? So Michelle Obama was born a man, 
Michael Robinson. You think I'm joking? I'm completely serious. But either way, you probably think it's funny. But, well, I'll be, you know, I'll be kind. I don't want to misgender Michelle because she is now a woman, but she was born a man and she played football. And, you know, Barry used to, to, you know, Barry, Barry. Okay. Just get a mental image. This is what he's into. She still has the dick. She didn't get rid of the dick. But anyway, there's a picture on r slash pics, right? And it was a picture of Michelle Obama sliding down a slide and having fun. And behind her was the Secret Service agent. And the caption of the picture just said, Michelle Obama and a Secret Service agent sliding down a slide. It's kind of a cute picture. They're just having fun like kids. And I commented and I just said, Big Mike, exclamation point. Because that's, you know, in the in the community, in the Michelle Obama is a man community, we just refer to her as Big Mike. That's our code name. So I said, Big Mike. And I get banned. Like an hour later, I go check Reddit. See if I got any bites on my on my bait. I still troll a little bit. It's just more of a hobby now. It used to be a lifestyle. And I check my messages and yeah, I've been banned from r slash pics. I can't believe this. But you can message the moderators. And I said, excuse me, why was I banned? And the guy just goes, transphobia. Which... Let's think about this for a second. I said Big Mike, claiming that Michelle Obama is a man. Now, if Michelle Obama is not a man, then that is not transphobia. You understand what I'm saying? If Michelle Obama is a woman, for real a woman, a real woman, not the fake kind, you know the kind I'm talking about, but a real woman, then that would not be transphobia. That would just be being kind of mean. Perhaps. But by saying it was transphobia, this gentleman actually admitted that Michelle Obama is a man. Probably not what he intended to do, but I think that was kind of funny. And so I responded and I said, what are you talking about? Transphobia, what are you talking about? What are you saying? And the moderator just goes, you know what I'm saying. You said Big Mike. And I said, yeah, that Secret Service agent's name is Mike. Ooh, you see what I did? I have no idea who that Secret Service agent is, nor what his name is. But it could have been Mike, and I could have been right. Maybe he's a family friend. I'm still banned from r slash picks. It didn't work, but completely legitimate defense. I've now been banned from probably 11 subreddits. Some of them are way too obscure for anyone to be getting banned from there. And it's almost exclusively been from referring to Michelle Obama as a man. Not necessarily, but a few. More than one. But it's fun, and I don't mind getting banned from those subreddits because they're never really good. I'd be, I'd, I wouldn't mind, like, if I got banned from um, r slash um, Arabs crashing cars, then I would be really upset. Or if I got banned from, <clears throat> you know, Serious Eats, 
I would be upset. But ban me from our picks. I don't care. There's barely any good pictures there anyway. Anyway, that that was fun. That was fun. And I forget where I was going with this. Let me think for one sec. I don't know. You know, you try to string together a narrative and you just you just lose it. I guess I think I wanted to do a lot of stuff about COVID and I just what more do you want me to say? It's over. The virus is over. I can't believe we're still doing this. I can't believe I sit and work and I have to smell my breath all day and it doesn't smell good. And I don't really, I will, I, I free my nose at least. You got to get a gator, by the way. If you're wearing a surgical mask, what the fuck are you doing? Aren't you embarrassed? Why are you wearing a surgical mask? Just get a fucking gator. It's like a sleeve. You just pull it up and down. It's kind of loose. It's completely ineffective. Same way that the mask is ineffective, but probably even less, which is less than zero. So it's completely not effective, but then you kind of stick it to the man that way a little bit. And I just let my nose peek. My glasses don't fog up that way. That's another thing. Dangerous. Fog up my glasses. What if then there's an intruder and I need to be alert? I need to be on my toes. I need to see what is before me, but I cannot. Because of the fog. The fog of war, if you will. So, for medical purposes, I lower the mask below my nose. But the other thing is, I'm in my office. It's an office on my floor. It's like three floors. And on my floor, when it's full capacity, there's probably 50 people on that floor. Maybe more. Probably 50. No, it could be more. It could be like 60, 65. Right now, there's like seven on the whole floor. We're all spread out. I'm like the closest person to me is like 15 feet away. And I'm wearing this fucking mask. Are you kidding me? And the virus is over and the pandemic is over and Sweden didn't lock down and they've got zero deaths. You know, Sweden. Oh, this is no one wants to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I can't believe it, dude. And Sweden, 10 million people in Sweden. How many deaths do you think they got? I was stunned. Because I knew, like, I was really pulling for Sweden when they didn't lock down. I was like, go ahead. I remember, too, what I was going to talk about. I was pulling for Sweden. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get back to Sweden in one sec because I just remembered. It was that video I was telling you guys about. And they dragged the guy out for not wearing a mask. But I had just commented sarcastically. I said, we need to get rid of more of our freedoms. It's crazy how people don't understand this. Because that's how I feel like a lot of people feel. I had to pause for a sec. But that's, you know, maybe that's what we need to do. Is just get rid of more freedoms. Because maybe if we just knock it down to like one, then we'll appreciate it. Maybe we need to have fewer. It's not even like we have a lot now. There was a time probably where there were more. And, uh, you know, just slowly over time, just knock them down, knock them down. And uh, 
this is probably what we deserve, though, because people cheer that on and people are happy about it. And so you think, wow, as a nation, we deserve this. But like, do I deserve it personally? Me? I don't feel like I do. But a lot of you do. So maybe not you guys. I feel like some of you are good people. Probably even even half or more than half of you. Which is just by virtue of the fact that there are six of you. So there only has to be three of you being good people. But I don't know. You know, maybe... Um, Let's just buckle down for dystopian authoritarianism. Maybe some of us will thrive in authoritarianism. I'm good at telling on my neighbors. You know, maybe we could do that. I could throw people under the bus. I can make up lies to to put myself in a better position in the eyes of the authoritarian regime. Especially if they start going after Jews. I'll be like one of those Jews, you know. One of the bad ones, in my opinion, a good one from back in that thing that happened. But I'm saying it's like, I think I would thrive. I'm worried about you guys. I think I'd be okay. In reality, I would not be. I'd probably be one of the first to go. I'm too outspoken. And it's just over nothing. It's just over nothing that we're doing all of this. It's over a global pandemic that everyone thought was going to be really really bad and we should be very happy that it's not we should be glad some people are mad about that some people wish more people die it's like the white liberals with black lives matter it's like malcolm x always tried to tell you to beware the white liberal james baldwin did too because they knew. And you look at the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't like the movement. I mean, I don't like the organization. I don't really know. I just think the whole thing's pretty divisive. But at least when I feel, I feel like when a black person maybe is more likely to feel like empathy in that moment, when they see some of these videos of these cops killing black people, there's a deeper connection they can see themselves perhaps but the white liberals when they see those videos they love it they get excited no one's more excited when a cop kills a black guy especially a white cop than a white liberal because immediately they pull out their phone and they have a list of conservatives that they're kind of friends with and immediately they start sending messages do you still think we should defund? Do you still think we shouldn't defund the police? You saw that video. How can you defend that? You know what I mean? They make statuses. They share things on Instagram. They love it. No one's happier about it. And that's the same with these, you know, I mean, because obviously the pandemic became political. And so people who hate Trump love when people die from COVID. You understand? It's like people who are climate change nutcases, like really, really serious climate change activists, love when people die from natural disasters. They love that shit. And if you think that I'm bullshitting, come on. You know that's true. No one gets more excited. They love seeing a good hurricane. They love seeing a Cat 5. They love that. 
They get excited about it. And so these people who are in denial about the pandemic being over and who are in denial about the fact that the pandemic wasn't that bad are the same people who wish it was worse and are still holding out hope that there might be a second wave and that more people will die. That's completely true. I mean, I don't care what you say. I think probably a lot of you agree with that. Because as many vaccines as they've given us, we have, we have been resilient, some of us. Some of us have been more resilient than others. They've done everything in their power to try to dumb us down as much as possible. First, it was the vaccines. Now, deprive us of oxygen. Do anything you can to make us retarded. But we are resisting. We are the resistance. Just by not being full-blown retards, we're just mildly retarded, like myself. But it's not that bad. Now, I'll also just quickly mention the Sweden thing, because I mentioned that. But I, I want to um, also talk about the settle for Biden on Instagram. We got to go through this right now, because it's, um, it's hilarious. Um, but anyway, really quick about Sweden, because I was stunned to see... Because I remember when they did that, I was like, that's a ballsy move. I hope it works out. But you knew that there was going to then be like initial, there was going to be an initial spike. They were going to have to accept that, that initially it was going to be a big outbreak and then they were going to go with herd immunity. You know, that crazy idea, the way that, you know, these things generally get handled and they don't lock down the entire country and shut down the economy and things of this nature businesses closed, people lose their livelihoods. No, but it, that, but that's really not that important. People just brush that off. They're like, well, we're really sorry. You know, you're like, wait, didn't like, I mean, I don't even know what the percentage is. Didn't like 15, 20% of small businesses close. And then people on the news, they're like, and, and that's really sad, but you have to be wearing your mask and we need to keep this sh shut down going. And you're like, no, then... Who, who who are you? What what do you do? But anyway, Sweden. Get this. Let's do the state. Let's do a couple states first. Let's talk about Massachusetts, right? Seven million people, about. And how many deaths did they got? They got about eight thousand deaths, I think. I'm not looking at the num numbers right now. This is the last time I looked, which was recently. New Jersey. Not sure what our population is. Might be like 10 or 15 million. How many deaths? 15,000. New York. Population is about 18 million. How many deaths? 32,000. Unacceptable. Sweden. Ten million people. 6,000 dead. I actually thought that was wrong. When I was first looking at it, I was like, there's no way. I was like, what's that from this week? Or is that from the last month or two? No, that's, that's it. That's the whole thing. But we made the right move by locking down. Sweden with 10 million people and 6,000 dead. And, but we made the right move by locking down, I think for sure. You know, they didn't shut down their economy. That was their big mistake. And that's why they've got 
nearly 6,000 dead, not even quite 6,000. That's why they've gotten down to basically zero deaths a day consistently. So we really, I'm glad, and I'm going to double down. I'm going to say we really did the best possible job that you could really conceive of here. We really nailed it. Sweden, complete failure. I mean, you're talking about 6,000 dead. Obscene. Obscene number. You know, here in New Jersey, we did it right. 15,000 dead, but we're densely populated. So we did it right. That's why. It's it's just because we're densely populated. But we did a good job. We did it right. In Sweden, those buffoons. You know, they they make a chocolate. That's about it. I, I think that's actually the Swiss making the chocolate. Sweden's good for nothing. They're buffoons, and they failed with their 6,000 deaths. Okay, so now we switch gears a little bit, and we're going to talk about Joe Biden because my cousin shared a story on Instagram from this page called Settle for Biden, which I was aware of that I thought was a joke. I thought it was like a, uh, I thought it was a spoof page, you know, like a satire page, but it's the real thing. And these are actual Joe Biden supporters. Let's read the bio. It says, okay, fine. Biden 2020. We're a youth led group. Oh God. Of ex Sanders slash Warren supporters. Oh no. Working to make, Trump, a one-term president. All content is original. I hope it's original. I hope you're not stealing this garbage. (laughs) And I don't know. I mean, my my feelings on Sanders have changed a bit. I mean, I think he's just a weak bitch, to be honest with you. It's sad. Um, But I think, you know, I'm kind of back to being just off the socialist bandwagon. I think it's pretty whack, to be honest with you. This doesn't say, this doesn't mean I'm, you know, one place or another. I mean, that's the other thing. And you want to talk about what what I was just talking about with the freedom stuff and like people being happy that a guy gets dragged out of a building by cops for not wearing a mask. I'm like, they think it's right wing almost. Isn't that sad that people think like wanting liberty is right wing now? It's like, why would you give them that if you're someone on the left or if you're progressive or you're liberal or whatever, why would you give them that? That's so foolish. Why would you make that a right-wing position? Because then I have no choice. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I guess I'm right-wing then. You know? It's like, what, what do you want from me? It's like, oh, he's, ta- oh, he's talking about free... It started with free speech. You're like, oh, he's talking about free speech. Oh, he's one of those. You're like, what the fuck? Are you fucking retarded, dude? Jesus, how long have you been wearing a mask? Some of these people were wearing masks before the pandemic, it seems. Because that's when that was a thing, the free speech thing. You're like, how did that become like a, like a right-wing talking point? That's so foolish. Why would you give them that? They're like, oh, you want freedom? Well, we want Medicare for all. I'm like, dude, fuck Medicare for all. <laughs> compared to you know not getting arrested for telling a fucking joke or whatever you know what I'm saying it's like I really don't care about Medicare for all that much it would be it might be cool maybe it will work out I don't know I'm not 
give me a good argument for it. I'm open to it. Maybe it is a good idea. It's very possible, but it's not as good of an idea as just, you know, personal liberty for crying out loud. These are basic things, folks. It really bothers me. Let's look, th- let's look through settle for Biden. Let's see what they're talking about because it's really funny. Here's one they shared. It says, today is Constitution Day. Let's, let's elect a president who's read it. Okay, we can't elect either president then. <laughs> what are you talking about? Let's elect a president who's read the Constitution? Okay. Who? <laughs> Who are you talking about? These people all just conveniently forgot Joe Biden's eight years as VP. Because even if he wasn't doing that shit, he's complicit at least. You know, that's like his name's on it, right? And I will give him the benefit of the doubt that Barack Obama is, an, is a monster, he is a complete monster. If you don't think that, then you probably think Michelle Obama is actually a woman. So I don't know. you got a long way to go. But I do feel bad for Biden because I feel like Biden doesn't even want to run for president. But Barack Obama has some blackmail on him. Probably him doing stuff with a little kid. Probably. I'm not saying definitely. I'm saying most likely 99%. He has incriminating video of Joe Biden doing maybe a little more than sniffing a little kid also the sniffing stuff is weird enough on its own it doesn't even need to be so weird dude he's so weird and no one cares they're like oh so he so what he sniffed some little kids whatever you know those people are like so what cuties this is it had a good message this is the same people they go cuties okay there were some uncomfortable scenes but it had a good message for for empowering young girls you're like what the fuck and also you're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah. And I'll tell you another thing. Joe Biden sniffing little kids is really not weird. My grandpa did that too. And he raped me or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, whatever they say. Um, today is Constitution Day. Let's elect a president who's read it. Okay. So I guess we can't vote for anyone according to Settle for Biden. Oh, man. This one's good. Do you want to meet our endorsers? Do you guys want to meet our endorsers? You can go on Settle for Biden and read along if you want. Because this is the newest post. From 36 minutes ago today, which is September 17th. Let's meet our endorsers. Let's see who's endorsing Settle for Biden. I wonder. So, Sola L. Whaley? That's her name. I'm sorry I'm butchering your name, Sola. Sola L. Whaley. She's a chef. She's got a tattoo sleeve. I can see some of it. It looks like a well-done tattoo sleeve. So kudos to you, girl. She says, why am I settling for Biden? Because we need to elect a president who believes that no child should go hungry. Okay, then you can't vote for Biden. Jesus, man, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you not know this guy? (laughs) Holy shit. We need a president who believes that no child should go hungry. Okay, then, then, then. You can't vote for Biden then. Let's see Payson Lewis. What kind of name? You, you, I want you to check this out. I want you to look at this because Payson Lewis looks exactly like a guy named Payson. And he's an actor, it says. And he looks exactly like a guy who's named Payson who's an actor. And Payson says, I supported Bernie Sanders during the primaries, but I'm settling for Biden. Because he's willing to do anything to win, including listening to jilted progressives like me. Also, 
He's never been negligent to the point of murdering 200,000 Americans. See, this is what the guy I was talking about before. This guy, the higher that COVID number goes, that death number goes, the more he's probably jerking off. He's probably being, but he strikes me, if you look at this guy, he strikes me as the kind of guy who gets off through prostate orgasm. You know what I'm saying? Like a prostate-induced orgasm rather than a, a typical wank, if I can use the British terminology. This guy seems like less of a wanker and more of a prostater. You know what I mean? If you look at this guy, but this guy just goes hard on his prostate. Every 10,000 people that die, he goes harder on his prostate. I mean, the idea that you can say that Trump murdered 200,000 people because there was a global pandemic, even if you can say the way it was handled caused more deaths, you can't say it was 200,000, you know? Like, that, that is like this buffoonish. It's just, you, you, you're so vaccinated, Payson. You're so vaccinated. And he's willing, to, I'm, but I'm settling for Biden because he's willing to do anything to win, including listening to jilted progressives like me. Dude, you don't know this guy. He will listen to you and nod and like try to comprehend what you're saying and have a very hard time doing it. And you can see it in his eyes that he's really struggling usually. <clears throat> Trump has a hard enough time reading a fucking teleprompter and Biden has an even harder time reading a teleprompter. Everyone's in denial about this the same way they're in denial about the fact that the pandemic's over. And Biden will listen to the progressives. I'm actually almost like now that I'm kind of off the socialist bandwagon, I might I actually like Biden more than Bernie, you know, because I'm like. Maybe what I'm realizing is that government by the people is the right thing to do, except for our people. Maybe we not we might not be the right people. You know what I'm saying? So. Maybe our corporate overlords actually are, you know, maybe they're the lesser of two evils. Maybe we'd be worse. I mean, you just look at what people are doing, how people are, you know, we're turning into a Soviet, into a Soviet state, ratting on each other, and there's no camaraderie, and we're afraid of each other. We live in a constant state of fear and hatred. So maybe the corporate overlords are actually protecting us from ourselves. It's something we're thinking about. And if you like the corporate overlords, then you like Joe Biden. So I'm actually thinking about voting for Joe just based on that, because I know he's going to be best for the corporate overlords and he's going to be the worst for progressives. So this guy Payson, I don't know what you're getting at, but I'm kind of glad that he's getting duped like this. I'm just looking at his face and I'm kind of glad that he's getting duped, though. I do have love for you, Payson, you know, somewhere. Let's see. Katie Stout. She's an artist. So you got an actor, a chef, and an artist. These are the real Americans. This is a real re reflection. This is rust. These are Rust Belt Americans. What does Katie say? I'm voting for Biden because our nation's democracy depends on it. Katie, we don't have a democracy, you fool. We haven't had one since, you know, 1960, maybe. Trump and the Republicans' effort to suppress the vote and spread disinformation do not only have disastrous consequences now, but also make it more difficult for progressive changes to occur in the future. We cannot give Trump four more years to consolidate his power. Katie, 
Katie, I really think you got to step back and look at that eight year period that he was vice president for and the monster was president. And we had our first first man rather than first lady, although Katie would probably think that she's a lady. Tristan Reese is an activist. Like, what are you doing? What, what is this? This is settled for Biden. This guy's name is Tristan with a Y. And he's an activist. That's his profession. Do you see this? We just went chef. And chef's the least bad of them. A chef can be a regular person. And then we go actor. Jesus. And then we go artist. I mean, what kind of artist? Just like, I'm looking behind her. Is it art? I'm not sure. I think she does like the regular artist kind of artist. Not like a music artist or like whatever. So they they can be a little they could be a little uh eclectic is that the right word? Tristan is an activist. This guy's a professional activist. Let's see what the professional activist has to say. I want to read it like the way I think Tristan would read it. I had envisioned a different scenario this November, but for queer families like I didn't even know he was queer before I started reading it like that. I swear to God, I did not read this before. I swear, I just looked at the guy, I saw his name, I saw he was an activist, and I thought he might have a little feminine twinge or twang to his voice. That's it. I just thought that, and that was intuition. I had envisioned a different scenario this November, but for queer families like ours, the choice is clear. We can't afford political litmus tests, nor can we afford four more years of this disaster. I'm looking forward to some precedented times, which is what we get when we vote Biden-Harris. Precedented times? Like, yeah, dude, that sounds really progressive to have precedented time. If you were progressive, then you are inherently advocating for unprecedented times. But this guy's like, we need to go back to establishment Democrats. We need to go back to the Democrats who also like war. We need to go back to the Democrats. We need to go back to the Democrats who bail out giant corporations. We need those Democrats. We don't need this disaster any longer. We need to go back to the old disaster. We need to go back to the disaster when it was Democrats giving money away to corporations and banks. And it wasn't just Republicans doing it. We need to get back to being at war with seven nations or more in the Middle East, preferably. We need precedent at times. Okay, Tristan, good activism. Good activism, buddy boy. But I got love for you, Tristan. Somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, no, this is Sophia Frazier. Maybe I'm dragging this out, but I do have so much fun with this. I love these. This is my favorite page. I follow it so ironically, but I follow it nonetheless, and I keep up with the posts. And I wasn't following it because I had just seen it. I was like, is there really a page that says Settle for Biden? Is that really like their angle? It's like Joe Biden. He's senile, but there's more. I had thought of a few other Joe Biden slogans that were along the lines of Settle for Biden, but I kind of forgot. Joe Biden, the second worst president we'll ever have. 
if you hate Trump that much, then that's probably where you're at. Um, I will say for the record that Biden shared a post on Facebook a few weeks ago, and I don't know if he'd still stand by this, but he said, if I am elected president, there will be a mask mandate. And it was at that moment that I knew unequivocally that I would not be voting for Joe Biden. Especially given the fact that he said that a few weeks ago and he will be, he would be elected, he would become president in January. So he would do a mask mandate in January. So I guess we're really dragging this virus out until January, Joe. Is that the plan? I mean, what the fuck? But I, uh, I knew then that I definitely wouldn't vote for him. Now I'm just deciding between voting for Trump or not voting, basically. Um, let's see Sophia Frazier because this should be a good one. She's the founder of Daily Dose of Wokeness. I'm not making this up, guys. You can check out the Settle for Biden page. Look at their post from September 17th. It's one of those posts with a few different pictures in it. There's like 10 different pictures. Sophia Frazier, founder of Daily Dose of Wokeness. What does she have to say? Let's let's hear herself. As a resident of California, I have been directly impacted by climate change. From a shift in wind currents to raging wildfires, climate change is very real. And we need a president who will take this environmental crisis seriously. So I don't know if Obama, I mean, well, you know, basically you're voting for Obama, but I don't know if, if, uh, if Joe's the guy for, for that either. And I'm also a climate change skeptic, not, not a denier full blown. Well, well, maybe we can go there, but I'd say skeptic. So, so if I think you're, uh, that's not even very woke for the daily dose of wokeness. I feel like the climate change thing, I wouldn't necessarily call it woke. I'd say that's more green. Those are different things. There's like a tree hugger and then there's a woke and they're different. And to be honest with you, I would say I prefer the tree huggers to the wokes, you know, because I feel like the tree huggers really do have some good intentions. I really do. Even if they're misguided, some of them. Well, Sophia's had the least bad one so far. I think. Um Shift in wind currents. I don't know. Is that related to carbon emissions? Is it causing a shift in wind current? I really have to, uh, I'd have to see your sources, Soph. I got to see your sources, Soph. That's an alliteration. Oh, God, dude, it's getting worse. Barrett Paul, he's a life coach. Guys, I'm not making this up. You think I'm making this up? I'm not making this up. This is Barrett Paul. He's a life coach. I'm voting for Biden. Is that like the, what a life coach would sound like? Uh, how would a life coach sound? You'd be like, really happy? I'll just read it regular. I'm voting for Biden because he is the only candidate who has proven to be open to progress. No, dude. He has not proven that. These people... They're so, they just don't know. I mean, I feel like a lot of these people didn't start following politics until 2016. And they just pretend that everything that happened before 2016 didn't really, that was whatever. It didn't, it wasn't even a thing. Proven to be open to progress? Clearly not. My goodness. 
looking out for the for marginalized communities and listening to science what are you talking about barrett if i mean he did give a lot of housing his crime bill gave a lot of housing to black people albeit in jail where they have to do prison labor for free but he did give them a lot of housing so he was looking out for marginalized communities when he wrote that crime bill that 1994 crime bill. So you're right. I take back what I said about Barrett. Barrett has his finger on the pulse. It's not about being a Democrat or Republican. It's about having a real leader in a time of crisis. The crisis is over, Barrett. There's no more pandemic, buddy. And I guess by real leader in time of crisis, he means completely senile leader in a time of crisis. It seems like right now we have a mildly senile leader in a time of crisis. And this guy just wants us to go full-blown senile. Haven Gonzalez, another activist. These people are professional activists. I would love to be a professional activist and just not do anything. I got to do accounts receivable. It's boring. I'm settling for Biden because this election is for more than just the presidency. It's a presidential election. Whoever becomes president will likely nominate two more Supreme Court justices, and if Trump stays in power, the Supreme Court will see a 7-2 conservative majority, and with that will see an extreme rollback of civil rights. Okay, Haven, that is the most legitimate concern I have seen. Not necessarily that I think a conservative court is worse than a liberal court, the problem is having a, a, a big split like that. 7-2, that's not good. Haven gets a point. She's not the worst. Haven, you're all right. I got love for you, Haven. More than a little bit. Okay? And I don't even know if the Supreme Court matters that much because I kind of think those people are purchased too. Just maybe a little less purchased. But I think they're all in this game together. But still... You'd like to have some balance. Haven brings up a good point. Credit where it's due. Good job, Haven. Okay. Um, this is Ke Kelly Rockley, and she's a creator. And she says, um, she said the same thing. If Trump is reelected, we are chancing a Republican majority on the Supreme Court. That's fine, Kelly. Kelly and Haven... These are the most agreeable of these settle for Biden folks. I don't mind what they're saying. I'm okay with it. Um, oh, no. Cl Clara J Janover is a TikToker activist, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> She's a TikToker activist. This is a thing. They're listing that. That's a profession, I guess. She says, I supported Warren in the primaries, but I'm settling for Biden because the alternative, Trump, will cause more harm and endanger the livelihoods of those less privileged than you are. What do you, what if, what a meaningless thing that will cause more harm and endanger the livelihoods of those less privileged than you are? What if the person reading this is not privileged? Like, what are you talking about? What is, I mean, but that's what you expect from a TikToker activist. And then she goes, so get off your moral high horse, get off your moral high horse and vote. 
Clara, please kill yourself. I've got no love for you. I just think this is laughable. I mean, we know, we know that, I don't know, dude. I mean, we know that they stole the 2016 election from Bernie, the primary, right? And people were way more stoked for Bernie than Hillary, right? And I could say that somewhat objectively now that I don't really like Bernie because he's a weak bitch and he's also a commie. But people were excited about him. And now with Hillary, people were also excited about her. You know, I got to admit that they didn't know all the people who died under mysterious circumstances linked to the Clintons. Of which there are many. They didn't know about that. So they were excited for her. And they thought really she could be the one. And she could be the first female president. And they were excited about that. But Biden. There are no. There's not even a bumper sticker dude. There's no signs. No one is stoked for him. During the primary. Less people were stoked for him. But he wins the primary. I don't buy it. That shit was rigged. The same way as in 2016. So if if me saying that it was rigged this time for Biden is crazy, even though they did it four years ago, think about it. So this is just laughable. And now they have to do this kind of shit and go settle for Biden. Hey, kids, we know Joe Biden's not shit. We know he's borderline retarded. We know he's racist. We know he's responsible for a lot of people in jail. We know he was uh, was uh, the vice president for one of the most destructive presidencies in recent memory. We know that he launches into five more wars, or he was there at least. I mean, he had no power. He was just a he was just Obama's little bitch boy. He was like a little errand boy. But vote for him anyway. Just settle for Biden. How about this one, this post? Settle for Biden. This is a picture of Joe Biden holding a baseball bat. And it says, because a foul ball is better than a strike. It's like these people don't even know baseball. A foul ball is a strike. <laughs> what are you talking about? A foul ball is a strike. And how about this one? It goes, if Donald Trump wins... There won't be an election that is even remotely free and fair for decades to come in the United States. Like, what the fuck is that? That's just nonsense. Trump's not going to live for a decade. Like, what are you talking about? There's, okay, if Trump wins, there won't be an election that's even remotely free and fair for decades. What if he wins free, freely and fairly? I don't understand that. They're already setting it up so that can't happen. But both people are doing that. Both sides are doing that. So the Republicans are like, if Biden wins, then it's because of voter fraud. And then the Democrats are like, if Trump wins, it's because of Russia or whatever excuse they're using this time. I'm not even entirely sure. 
Unbelievable. Joe Biden, because a C-plus is better than an F. Oh, my God. You're going to give this guy a C-plus? I give them both Fs. There you go. I give them both Fs, but one of the Fs is senile. Okay? I don't know. I got to get out of here because it just bothers me, and I think you've heard enough. I think we get the point. You know, and people are... uh, people are really on board with that. People are really on board. They're ready for the most senile president since the end of Ronald Reagan. They're ready for that and they want it. And hopefully it's not that many people. Hopefully it's not too many people because, you know, I'm going to get dragged away by cops when I refuse to wear a mask. So I don't want that to happen. And I don't want President Harris. I really don't because that's who you're getting. And she's terrifying. She'd be even she's even more terrifying than maybe even more terrifying than Barry. And that's hard to do. But anyway, guys, I guess I'll just say in conclusion, um there's some stuff you know I've been expanding my book collection. It's my prized possession is my collection of books. I think I, at this point, I have a problem. I have like probably 150 books. I have an ill collection of books. If you're, if you're someone who sees me somewhat frequently and you like to borrow a book, I will be happy to, to loan you a book because I got an ill selection. I got a really good selection of books. But anyway, I've been reading a lot of Aldous Huxley. And I want to do an episode about Aldous Huxley. I already set it up pretty much. I just got to finish the third book, which is called Chrome Yellow. I want to finish that, see if there's any good shit in there that I could throw into the episode. That would be an interesting episode. He's good. I'm also reading a new book about the Federal Reserve. I'll tell you really quickly the story of getting this book because it was. I never had a harder time getting a book than getting this book. I told some of you the story, but... I don't think I told it on the podcast yet. This is what happened. I I read that pamphlet on my last episode, right? And in that pamphlet, it recommends a book called Conquest or Consent by W.B. Venard, or I think that's his name. Um, or V, whatever. So I wanted to get the book. So I go on Amazon. And I look up the book. I'm not really getting books on Amazon anymore. You guys got to use thrift, thriftbooks.com. Thriftbooks.com. You can get books for $4. They're used. Who gives a fuck? In just fine condition, fine condition. $4. If you spend $10, you get free shipping. It's my favorite website. I use it way too much. I've spent a lot of money on there already. But anyway, I went on Amazon and I go to buy the book. Well, I found the book, $985. You heard that, right? The book was $985. And I said to myself, I will not spend $985 for this book, but now I need to find it elsewhere. 
And so I went on a search, relentless search, pages and pages on Google. Finally, I find it on this random banned book website for $10. So I purchase it and I get an email the following day saying my order has been canceled because they actually don't have the book, but they thought they had the book, but they don't have the book. And I'm going, this is now sketchy. And now I have to get this book. And so I realized that like a fool, I was using Google. Why was I using Google to find something that's banned? Why would I do that? And even if it's not outright banned, if you're going to make it $985 on Amazon, then it's essentially banned. So I finally find it. This is how I found it. I went on DuckDuckGo, which is the search engine that you should be using. You should stop using Google and you should use DuckDuckGo for two reasons. First of all, DuckDuckGo does not collect your data. Second reason, and this is the way more important reason, Google decides what you see when you search something. You understand? And it goes to the highest bidder. Okay? And sometimes the highest bidder has an agenda. You understand what I'm saying? So when you look something up, it's like if you look up something controversial, for example, on Google, everything you see on the first page is debunked, 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 myth, 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 debunked, anything you look up. So if you want to see real shit and not that fact check bullshit, you go on DuckDuckGo. You'll just get a different take. I mean, even on things that are non-controversial, you'll just get some different um, options. You get some different results. Anyway... I just looked a book up on DuckDuckGo and I looked through DuckDuckGo a little bit and I found a back door to Amazon. Can you believe it? Did you know that existed? I didn't know. When I looked the book up on Amazon, it did not come up. Only one copy for $985. But when I went on DuckDuckGo, I found it on Amazon for $20. How weird is that? Is that weird? That's a little weird, right? And I bought it and I have it now. And it's literally... The book was published in 1965. This book is from 1965. The book that I have. It's old as fuck. It's in fine condition, but it is old as fuck. And what amazed me is one of the reasons it's so hard to find is because this guy who wrote it is a anti-Semite, allegedly. He is anti-Semitic, right? And what you'll find with banned books is that nine times out of 10, they're banned because they're anti-Semitic. But this guy in the book, he says, I'll find the passage and I should read it. But I'm like halfway through it. I've been highlighting stuff as I've gone along because then I'll, I'll tell you guys about it. But there's a passage where he talks about how Jews are fine and about how Jews are good people. And this isn't a Jewish problem. So I was like, how is this guy anti-Semitic? Like he said nice things about Jews. So he's an anti-Semite though? It's because he's talking about bankers. And if you speak critically about bankers, then they just say you're anti-Semitic so they could get your book banned. You understand how it works. It's very simple. So anyway, I just thought that was an interesting story. There's a back door to Amazon. You can find it on DuckDuckGo, I guess. That's how you get a banned book. It's one way. Maybe there's other ways. If you ever get your hands on a banned book, I will buy it from you, please. I'm trying to build a collection. Um, 
I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say. I mean, the virus is over. Let's all let's all be grateful. Let's all say a little prayer. Let's all snap our fingers together. Let's do a little finger snapping together and just be happy that we made it through and the virus is over and uh, we can get back to normal now. Oh, no, we're in denial. Okay, well, then maybe someday we'll be out of denial and we can get back to normal. Anyway, um, just keep going out there. Keep undermining uh, whatever freedoms we have left. Let's get rid of all of them. Let's be in a complete authoritarian, totalitarian dystopia. Let's do it at least that way. All the hard work is out of the way. And the road for me to climb to the top is clear. The path is clear. And the system is in place. And I'll be ready to take over. Thank you. As always, I love you. Bye. See you. I love you. Bye.